Good morning, Edward. Happy Tuesday. Annie, I am ready to go. It genuinely is Tuesday. It is Tuesday, everyone. September 8th. (laughs) (laughs) I never know how to prove days, but it is Tuesday. Yeah, it is Tuesday. how did, how was your long weekend? Um, it was great. I, I it was really great actually, Eddie. We starting on Friday every day of the weekend, my friend group and I did something that felt normal. Oh, that's nice. And it like, was so filling for my soul. Oh, like what? Can like we did things? a birthday brunch at a restaurant on Sunday. Exactly. That was and, the perfect normal thing. Yeah, just... Friday night we went to a outdoor market like a that had like oh you're gonna love this story so much Eddie I can't it's not even on my list and I know you have a list and a hard stop but which podcast lingo that means we have a time we have to stop it's very um, cool it's very it's cool very cool, very cool to say hard, hard out, out sorry yeah hard Man- out manager oh, sorry it's my manager it's not me yeah yeah um so Friday night we're at this outdoor market Okay. And a friend of mine has a booth. So it's all sorts of booths, artists and food trucks and uh, clothing and candles in one of those markets. And so everybody has masks on and everybody's staying apart, but it feels normal. And the temperature. Sure. Can you remember exactly where you're at? How do you buy clothing from a booth? Like, are you going to try it on? No, no, no. It's like jackets and scarves and bags. It was more like that versus. Well, no, actually, there were some that have like shirts and pants. And how do you uh, do that? I think you just know your size. You just hold it up to yourself. Like, I've bought a sweater (laughs) in a situation like that, and I just put it on over the shirt I had on. To, t- to try it on. Ugh, there's something that feels so weird about trying on. My mom used to make me do that. Like we would be in a Sears and I would just like have to like put on a shirt over a shirt in the middle yeah. of the store because she didn't want to like traverse the whole uh, dressing room thing. Wow. Okay. It always feels Sorry weird to me. You're just that. getting you're just getting dressed in a booth. Okay. But it so was anyhow. just so life giving because it was like yes. seventy degrees <laughs> and there's all the. I mean, there were just so many strangers. It was awesome to be surrounded by strangers. We just don't. That's one of the things we don't have in the pandemic is we don't see strangers. We only see people we know. And so it was just awesome. So I put this coat on. So the full story is my friend owns the particular booth I'm in. And I put on this uh, camo jacket and it's so cute. And the sleeves are exactly perfect. And I'm like, oh, my friend's name is Camille. Oh, Camille, I'm buying this jacket. Like I have to have this jacket. It says she's embroidered. Hello, gorgeous on the back. It's just perfect. It's just cool. And another girl walks into the booth and she's looking, 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 and she's looking at me and I'm like, do you want to try this on? And she was like, yeah, I actually do. And I was (sighs) like, okay, try it on. So she puts it on and she loves it. And I was like, Camille, is there a way you can get me another one? Because I actually know you and we can do this. And Camille's like, yeah, I think I can. And I was like, okay. And so Camille sold two jackets <laughs> that day because you... the girl bought it. <laughs> but but that that girl who bought that jacket is like your friend twin now. Because yeah, yeah. It's She's going like... to have a similar jacket as me. Yes. These jackets aren't floating around every, everywhere. Right. So Camille also was really sweet yesterday and texted me and was like, I think I want to put your initials really small on the front of the jacket too. Cause it has like pockets, oh, like army pockets. Cute. And she was like, can I embroider your initials on the front? So it will be a one, a one of a kind piece. Oh, and that hilarious though, that she, that is uh, great. We, my friends and I were just dying laughing that she felt so comfortable. Other girl felt so comfortable to go. Can I try on that jacket you want to buy? Now I'm going to buy that jacket you want to buy. 
Yeah, like, but also okay. you allow that moment to happen. hundred percent, yeah. You were not side-eyeing her and just giving her the clear, like, no, no, no. No, no, you're no, no. Because also, how how dare one get get haughty about oh. a jacket? I mean, who cares, right? Like, how if my dare friend Camille, one get haughty about a jacket? Yeah, if my friend Camille can sell an extra jacket just by me being the bottle... <laughs> Carry on, Camille. <laughs> you, madam, have come up with a business. That's right. That's right. I'd like to talk to you about jackets because I have a real, okay. real bunch of problems with jackets. Right. As a concept, I love them. This is um, perfect because we need to talk about the fall because it's here. Yeah. Well, problem number one, it's here for you. For me, it won't, won't show up for another two months, but we're starting to feel like it's fall. Yes. Like Calendarically, our, it's here. Right. Which it makes people in Florida particularly insane yeah, this time of year. Because the temperature's we, not different. And we feel like, we're like, ooh, it's starting to feel. And it's not. Uh -huh, <laughs> it uh -huh. is 95 degrees and high humidity. Uh -huh. That being said, there are two kinds of jackets that elude me. And I would love your fashion advice. Oh, great. And, I love I, being helpful in this. And I love these jackets and I want okay. to be wear them and I have tried them on and I can never seem to pull it off. And it isn't an insecurity thing. I just want to understand. Also, I need some real hard truth. Like if you need to tell me, hey, you don't get to own that. Like that's not a thing you wear. Like <laughs> I want I'm going to hear that. that. Okay. Number okay. one, I'm going to tell the truth. Of, I really have always wanted like a cool denim jacket like a conan o'brien one he has all these cool like dark cool denim jackets but i can never figure out what to wear them with that it doesn't look like i'm wearing like a denim like a denim tuxedo and so that's the first one is pants wise world. pants yes, wise pants wise what do you wear this thing okay with? so what you could do well for starters we're we're gonna have to back up to a core problem here and i'm not talking about the strength of your muscles i'm saying you have one shirt you wear uh yeah yeah right and so and so i just think maybe next time you go purchase a couple of things one of the things you could do is get a different shirt than your black button up because the three buttons at the top does not that actually doesn't go mm -hmm. great with a dark denim jacket but you could get a black shirt that does like just a black t-shirt and a denim jacket and a pair of khakis and that's cool now let me say a couple things before people i have nine Ver I have like nine of the same shirt. I'm not wearing the same shirt every day. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry if I implied that. No, it's fine. I just want people to know that I'm not the dirty kid. The second no, no, thing no. Is you're just the same shirt every day guy, but it's a it's the same design. It's just a very it's a different. It's a clean right. version. But that has changed significantly in the last year. Oh, okay. I have the same shirt every day because uh, I'm home all the time and I'm wearing probably wearing a T-shirt, but I'm trying to get more like like I we got a propaganda T-shirt the other day, like from our friend Prop. Like that's a cool shirt. Like so I, I have love some, my Prop T-shirt. I have one too. I love it. So I have some like printed tees that are yeah, and also like the size of my clothing has changed. Like I've needed to, I've sh shrunk a little bit, so yeah. I don't fit into some of my clothing. So I'm having to sure. buy new stuff. So yeah. let's say I'm wearing a black T-shirt. Yeah, if you're wearing your Prop T-shirt, I have a black one that says something about being an artist. Yes, I'm the artist, not the canvas or something yes, like that. Yes, 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 yes. And so if you, um, yeah, I think it is, I'm the canvas, not, I don't remember, but I have it and I like it. Um, if you can wear that black, that black shirt and jeans and a jean jacket or khakis and a jean jacket. Khakis and a jean jacket. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Look, cause I wear that a lot. Okay. So that's the first one. Yeah. Second one. And this is the one that I'm a hundred. Can we have one more? Sorry. One more jean jacket thing. Yes. Yes. The darker denim is going to make you happier, but you're going to have to buy like a nicer one. Yes. This that's what I'm realizing. This isn't a target purchase. This is a all or saints Kohl's. maybe. What? Kohl's. Have you ever been inside of a Kohl's? Not on purpose. I just went inside the first one of my life, I believe, yesterday. Okay. And nice little store. Sure. Uh, I don't want you buying a jean jacket there. I'm going to okay. send you some on the internet. Now, I'm not going to buy you jackets. I'm just going to send you no, some No, no I understand. Right. So it, this is going to be a thing where, like, this is a thing that, um, who would wear this that we know? Oh, Tyler Huckabee probably owns this denim jacket. I would actually, or producer Chad. They, yes, they, who they own this jacket. Producer it's Chad probably, for sure owns this jacket. I know his jacket. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a thing that I would have to save up some Christmas money for. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like probably. it's going to be a real thing. But okay. it'll also last for seven years. Oh yes. I've, I don't have a problem buying. Okay. Sure. So the second one, okay, sorry. Yes, this I is apologize. the same vein. I can't wear a leather, cool leather jacket, right? No. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because every time I've tried one on, I look like Tony Soprano, and it's just <laughs> not that cool. I think I think it'd <laughs> be hard lap. to. I think once y'all decide where you move next, mm -hmm. that could help factor into your ability to wear a leather jacket. Mm -hmm. I I think we're similar in that if I showed up on a normal Friday night to dinner with my friends with a leather jacket, people would be like, "Why?" Why, oh, yeah. You know, like, huh? Even if it looks good, even if it's a like a cool oh, I have jacket a very that, like, nice leather jacket that I own, and I wear it like to sometimes. There's like two dresses that I put it over when I'm yeah. going to weddings. Yeah. Um. It is a. It is not a common jacket. It is a special jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I... But I think you could do one. This can we circle back around about this next summer when y'all know where you're living next? Yeah, yeah, okay. let's definitely do that. Because I okay, think good. if it's Orlando, we're a hard no. Hard no, because there's 35 minutes I could wear that jacket That's in right. Orlando. That's right. And, and and it would be so rare that people would be like, why? Oh, right. Because to wear a leather jacket, it's really your, your day driver, right? Like, you've got to be like, I'm a person that wears this. Yeah, uh-huh. That's right. That's right. To wear a leather jacket is to say, I'm a leather jacket person. To wear a leather uh, jacket on a Tuesday is to say, I'm a leather jacket person. I think the good halfway between is going to be a cool denim jacket. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I can get you. Like, I can find. I think we're going to find you a very cool, like, dark denim. Yeah. Yeah. Be and it's a good mid-weight thing that you can layer with a sweatshirt. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but also... That was the first third of the show. Yeah, I, I, I like happier. it. Your jacket I purchase. There's a place in Nashville called Imogene and Willie that makes oh, their own... Oh, I, yes, been there. Very good place. Yes. So that might be a website you could look at too, but I think we're going to phone a friend and get Huck and Chad involved in this PDQ. Imogene. Pretty Isn't dang it quick. Imogene and Willie? Uh, we say Imogene. I don't know. Oh, well, it makes more sense because they make jeans, but they make cool stuff. I like their stuff. They yeah, make the kind cool. of jeans that you don't wash every time. Oh, my gosh. When they first started making jeans, they would say to people, you don't wash them at all unless you go to a creek and use stones and wash them just with creek water. Oh. And I was like, I will. I, there is not a world where I would be cool enough to wash my jeans in a creek. So I don't need to shop here. But I yeah. do buy other <laughs> things. there, just not their jeans. Right. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's, that's very cool. I would like to own cool jeans like that at some mm -hmm. point. It's, mm -hmm. uh, but I, 
I've just yet to see the value, but other people that I know have seen the value. So uh, I, I understand that the value exists. I've sure. just not, but it's just like when I started crossing over a little bit with shoes and it was like, oh, oh yeah, it's nice to own a pair of cool sneakers that like actually yes. look rad instead yeah. of just like blah, like, okay. Right, exactly. I um I made a real personal growth decision this morning, thanks to you. Oh, I, can I tell you welcome. real quick? It, I know, I know you got. Oh, I don't even need it. Out. I just, I just. Okay, my manager. Yeah, okay. I'm telling my manager. <laughs> I have just a couple minutes. <laughs> okay. Is, I. Or would it be agent in this joke? Uh, it would be, be manager. No, no, no. It's manager. Manager's coming with me and pulling me out of us. That's studio. right. Yeah, yeah. It's your manager. <laughs> and that's Jenna. Uh, no, that's for me. That's Kelly. Okay. I understand. Yeah, Kelly's my manager. I never quite understand who I'm intersecting with in, on your team other than uh -huh. I like them all. And oh, I great. generally just kind of reach out to all of them and <laughs> I just fish and throw it all and out you there. Get the, and the right person responds. Yeah, and they you all seem the to understand. the conversation on Slack and the right person responds to you. Right, right. they understand that I don't understand. And so <laughs> let's take care of it. Okay, so personal growth. It's and very fast. Can I I'm just ready. tell you what I did? I have a container in my kitchen that holds all my bags of tea. Oh. And I have a one of my very hard rules I live by. As you know, I have a lot of them. One yeah. of them is I can't look in the container when I pick out what tea I'm going to drink. I just have to pull whatever I pull out. I have to drink. <laughs> Are they all caffeinated or decaffeinated? Uh, no, there. It's like there's packets of chai. There's packets packets of English breakfast, and there's packets of uh, tea I like called Paris from Harney and Sons. Oh boy, that is a real mix, though. Right, right, right. Just... So you never know. Right. And so I pulled it out and I pulled out Paris and I put it in my tea mug while I was waiting on the water to get hot. And I was like, that's too bad. I don't really want Paris this morning. And then I was like, you know what, Annie? Eddie would tell you to put Paris back and get what you want. And so I did. Just, yeah, I absolutely was like, what are you doing? You got right. one cup of coffee. You got one life. Who cares? That's right. that's right. That's exactly what I did. I went like, you don't have to live by this rule. You've self-inflicted this. Yeah. There, this is not a real rule in the world. And so you can now put it back and you can get the English breakfast that you want. And I did. Now, that's interesting because I find, though, that I like that you dropped that rule. But don't you find that that same instinct is like, uh, hold on, I'm not saying this in a way that makes any sense. Okay. Okay, let me let me try differently. Sure. Um, I There are other things that I would never drop the rule. But the real trick is deciding which rules matter and which rules don't. Because my default, and I suspect your default, is that all rules matter. A hundred percent. Right. Okay. So typically in a completely unguarded, I must drink this tea because this is what I got out. And also, I will make sure that I'm not seeing people on Monday so that I have time and I keep the Sabbath and I'm exercising. Like they all sit in the That's same right. plane of like, this is what I do. That's right. That's right. And I will not. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. I thought you'd be really proud of that. I was very proud of myself. I was like, look, this is not one of the ones that matters. This is a self-inflicted rule that has no feedback to anyone. No one cares. Literally right. no one cares. And we've got a long, full day ahead of us. That's right. We've got to, from moment one, start being a little bit gentle with ourselves. That's right. That's right. Because we've got plenty, got plenty of day ahead of us. we got a lot to do today. And so that was I, that was my my self-awareness adjustment to my day. Bless you. Thank you. Listen, I need to tell you, we are mid-story right now, and there isn't an end to this story, but I have to tell you what's oh, going on right now. my gosh. I'm so ready. I, I hope this is what are, your wife texted me about. Uh, what did she text you? Hold Fred? on. Nope. Oh, nope. Okay. 
Uh, no, but um, okay. She did make really good bread, though. Oh, oh she's I bet I know what she's talking about. Well, she made this back channel is hilarious. She made because I think she, I guess she must have listened to the show to, like a lemon blueberry bread. Yes. From I thought it was great. I liked it so much. I liked it too much last night. Mm-hmm. I was like going it, warm bread sitting on the counter. I'm it's yeah. it's go time. Yeah. I don't care. You, um, so I thought it was great. Anyway, do you know I, I sometimes call Eve Doris Kearns Goodwin. Do you get why? No, I've never heard of Doris. Apology, Doris. You don't need to be sorry. But I need to set that up. Doris Kearns Goodwin is currently in the world one of at the top two, maybe one uh, biographers in existence. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And she writes some of the most popular, most beloved presidential biographies. Um. She wrote, most famously, a book called Team of Rivals. She's written a bunch of them, Roosevelt's Kennedy's, but she wrote a book called Team of Rivals about uh, the Lincoln administration. Okay. And that book got turned into Lincoln by Steven Spielberg. Yes. Okay. You have seen her on election day coverage. You've seen, you'll, she would pop up on something and you've seen her. She's been on every historical documentary, Doris Kearns Goodwin. And I have read I, all but one, I believe, of her books. Okay. So I've called Eve Doris for well, sure, yeah, not constantly, but every once in a while, and tried to teach her about. There's this neat job where, uh, you know, she as a little girl was really interested in presidents and researched, and then she grew up, and now she writes about presidents. And at some point, I would love to share with you my books. I don't know that they're age appropriate yet, but I would love. I have some books that we have in storage that. This is an unnecessary fact, but we're just giving you all of it. Um, that I would love, you know, you could read the Doris totally. Kearns Goodwin books, Goodwin books. And then she starts to ask me questions about Mrs. Goodwin and questions like, well, how does she learn and how did she, how does she find information if it's not in a book, but she has a, still has a question about it. I was like, these are great questions. Sure. I'll get you her address. Um, so I go on to like, Doris, whatever, dot com. And sure. I find a Doris.com. It's something. It's her <laughs> regular old website. Yeah. And I don't find an address. And I send an email to a very readily available. I'm not using, and I'm just, pre- I'm prefacing all of this by saying I'm not using a friend who's a publisher or anybody that writes a book. I am using the internet. Like, even I run run, will come home. I'm on the internet. I'm searching it. And I sure. send a little message to this email. It just says like, hey, wanted to know if you had a physical dress. My daughter who's nine uh, really cares about presidents and has some questions about how, you know, Doris does her job or Ms. Goodwin does her job. If you have a physical address that even goes to a publisher, be grateful. If not, no big deal. Thanks for your books. Two hours later, Los Angeles, California phone rings. <gasps> I missed the I missed the call because we're out and about doing family stuff. Hi, Eddie. It's Doris. I just got your message. How is your is your phone number on your email? Uh, no, I just put it in. It was like part of my sig- my auto signature thing. My oh, phone number was in. My it. gosh, phone number, email address. For stars, we're gonna talk about that, but not right now. I had no. I'm telling you, this is you know how sometimes you reach out to somebody and you're kind of like hoping it's it, like you're kind of playing the game. This literally was. I was sending an email to a random publisher, hoping yeah. to get an email or hoping to get. A physical address. Doris called 
Oh, left a message on my phone. I'm not going to play the message because I feel like it's like she over the weekend. Is this over the weekend? Friday yeah, over the weekend, and says I am just my life's work has been studying the presidents, and to know that someone is also interested in the presidents and has questions, I would love to talk with Eve. Oh, and I would love to answer any questions that she may have. And I'm telling you from a, like a if you're a there are people right now listening to this that are like oh that's sweet. And then there are other people right now listening to this who are absolutely floored because Doris Kearns Goodwin is a very important. I mean, she won the Pulitzer. She's a very important yeah. literary figure and has really shaped our view of the modern presidency. <laughs> and we are going to set up a call in the next couple of days. Oh, like her gosh. manager left a message and said, call me at this number. Oh, her I'll manager called. It was her and her manager on the phone. Oh, so you can tell like the manager gosh. patched her in. So we're calling the manager back. Oh. We will get patched in. And Eve has an entire list of questions oh. that I had to tell her, like, you won't be able to ask all of these. But here are some, but she has a full. And I, I also asked Eve's permission <laughs> to read you the questions. And she said, no, thank you. Sure. Because she was embarrassed. But I am telling oh. you, not for you, but just sure, like for, that everybody would yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. That's but, fine. She's allowed to have those feelings. That's fine. Oh, I'm proud of her for saying it. But it is the minutiae of questions yeah are you getting her to go through and pick like if you have if you have time for five these are the five i i am because i did tell her like i don't think she's got hours i think it's more like general questions so i was like the question you asked me about how do you find an answer when the library when the answer isn't in your library yeah is like okay cool like basically that's like how do you research and what was your path and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm also very aware that I can't nerd out and be like, uh, Doris, when um, you wrote the Roosevelt's, I'm really curious. like, I love her books. Yeah. I was freaking out. So anyhow, that is in That's mid. so cool. But what a cool thing yeah. for her, for Eve, first yeah, of all, but sure. also for Doris. Like, yeah, she's got to get a bazillion of these calls, of these emails. Yeah. She's a I big, mean, big I'm deal. significantly less known than her and i get a lot of those yeah and you cannot and you possibly cannot. yeah you just can't. i mean if it's a if it's a they're right there's exceptional ones but you can't you got like a whole life yeah but what a sweet thing and that so, is unbelievable doris and doris are gonna get on the phone together i'll i'll update you oh, i was very excited hey. about that isn't that sweet though oh my gosh <laughs> i just can't believe sweet. it it's the sweetest thing. I was freaking out. I'll send you the message after the show. It was very, uh, very sweet. I just, that, and and Eve, I'll tell you, Eve, for my birthday, wrote out facts about John F. Kennedy and yeah. uh, his wife. Jackie. Jackie, thank you. I don't know why my yeah. brain was blinking on that. Why, and, would that, why would that be in ready access yeah, Tuesday, right, September 8th, right. 9 in the morning? <laughs> right. And, uh, and it is uh, one of my treasured things. I have it's it in the front of a notebook of things from people mail me and it is i mean it is pages and pages and (laughs) illustrations and handwritten and i mean it is extraordinary really into it wow Um, i mean is that what she wants to be do you think she wants to do that for real don't know i don't know i don't i don't know i mean she like every other kid just you know wants to be a vet and wants to you know which may be real i just she's just is it gonna be a zoom uh, no, I think it's going to be a phone call, which I think yeah. is a good, I think that's a good thing. It's a little yeah. less heat on the uh, you, you know, yeah, just a yeah. phone call. Yeah. Plus like, 
I also like Doris has got to be, I'm assuming this is a five minute, like keep going. You're doing great. I'm so yeah. proud of you. And then I'll, you know, you know, one, one thing you should ask point. when you follow up is if you can record it. Yeah, I sure will. Just for y'all, not for public. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But I always yeah. like when people ask me way in advance versus when I'm sitting on the call. I know, because I always, well, no one's ever asked me, but I would feel weird about that. Like well, saying it's very no. hard to say no when you're sitting right there. And there's no reason particularly to say no, especially if you're talking to a child, you know. Um, but they may yeah. say no of like, hey, we don't, you know, in yeah. 18 years, we don't want you to publish this. And so... Yeah, that was an early podcast mistake I made. I remember I asked a guest if I could use a clip of a song they had just talked about in the interview. Uh-huh. It was one of their oh, songs? It was one of their songs, but uh -huh. on the show. And I realized like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. They they have people whose job it is to answer that question and to do it properly. But I realized it was like yeah. a, one of those things after the fact where you're like, oh, you don't ask in the moment. But it was like I used to get in trouble when I was a kid asking if my friend could come over in front of my mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, you don't give me the opportunity to say no with dignity. Right, like, oh, right, right, right. It is really, I mean, yeah, you have to learn some real skills around answering in front of the person asking you the question. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I hear it. When I hear people do interviews, I heard a friend of mine do an interview just last week, and I thought, he is so skilled right now. Like the way he's answering this publicly on a podcast is so, it is, it is something that most people would never catch certain little words. And you go like, mm. oh, he's being brilliant right now to yeah. say exactly what he believes, but doing it in an honest and kind way. And oh man, I just, yeah. So the art of interviewing, isn't that something that you, even you who's done it a zillion hours, yeah. don't you feel like you just started Oh my gosh. Yeah. When you hear other people too, you're like, who are your people who you go to where you're like, oh, that's the way, that's the gold standard for interviewing for me. Like, I don't think there is a gold standard because very much, it's a very um, individual taste. But yeah. for you, who like hits you as like, this is, this is the mark? Um, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Do you have an answer? I do. You I must, think I if you have asked the question. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't super loaded. I mean, I've I always really, I like a, a certain aspect of Terry Gross. Sure. From Fresh Air. Her ability to, you know, she's sitting on a mountain of information that she does not have questions for, but she's ready because she's able to engage with the person so thoughtfully about the person's work. Yeah. That you're like, oh, you literally watched every single one of their movies. And you're only asking about the most recent project, but you had at your disposal a quick like, oh, that's like the shot from when you did da da da. And you're yeah, you know, way to research and way to have it and pull it appropriate and also way to be exceedingly present. Yes. She's yeah. People so... who are present impress me more than people who are researched. Yes. To me, she's both. So she's yes. got the massive presence, but also she's got the entire research and it's just at her disposal. I don't That's know right. if she has anything in front of her, but she certainly sounds like she's got nothing in front of her other than a really engaged brain. Oh, she'd have to have something in front of her. You think so? Yes. I think there's no way she does what she does without... I mean, that means she has to look at it. Yeah, I, but yeah. I do think there's a... I mean, I, I very rarely look at... When I'm doing interviews, I look at anything, but mm. I still have a press release or whatever was... Or, you know, a bio or something because I don't want to forget the guest's wife's name 
and yeah, I don't no, want to, I, there's stuff like that, that I don't need to memorize, but I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I like, like of the late night hosts, who's your speed? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. That's your guy. Yeah. But that's my, but I don't know that I think his interviewing is that extraordinary as much as the feeling he puts across about who he and the guest are is what I love. Yeah. And, and just the energy that he puts into the world. Yeah. He never sets himself up as the hero. And sometimes Mm-mm. I think other late night guys set themselves up as uh, like they're in a conversation and they set themselves up as the hero. Totally. And Jimmy doesn't. Yeah. I always, when I watch Jimmy, I think the allure with him is he, he's the audience. He's as pumped right. to be sitting next to Jamie <laughs> Foxx doing an right. impression as I would be. And it's like not even like I'd have no chill. He I, doesn't even I hide also, it at all. I also would be freaking out because, yeah. oh, my gosh, I'm on TV. Oh, my gosh, I'm with Jamie Foxx and he's doing a perfect impression. Yes. I, this is so funny. Jimmy's the same thing, even yep. though arguably he's more famous than most of the people that come on his show. He's yeah. still at least whether it's real or not. I think it's real. I think, I think it's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yours? What's your late night show of choice? I, which I don't really watch late night all that often, but I don't. But when I'm watching clips, the per, I'm Conan really sense of humor wise uh-huh. and just especially later Conan. Early Conan was a little bit like Letterman, a little more silly, a little more polished. But later Conan, now that especially he's doing his half hour format, just he is real smart real dry but also real silly like he just like likes a goofy just and and doesn't apologize for it just like a like a real lowbrow joke can sit right next to some really precise political commentary and it all just works for him Uh um he's also real just comfortable in his skin like he's not uh he doesn't have the the fight in a good way like he's he wasn't trying to get he's not trying to get late night like he's in his world he's revered he's got his podcast network but his interview show uh conan o'brien needs a friend yeah everybody loves it i haven't listened oh it's so good and also are you listening to smartless um i listened to the one with dak shepherd but i haven't listened to all of them okay i cannot recommend this enough i also want to say it's full language it's not for kids Uh uh-huh however the most recent one where they're interviewing maya rudolph who will you explain the show to people who don't know it it is jason bateman and Will Arnett, and I'm blanking. Uh, Sean. Sean Hayes from Will and Grace. So funny. So the three of them are really good friends, and they decided to start a show together. Every week on the show, one of them brings a guest, and the other one doesn't know who it. The other two don't know who it is. Until until they pop up on On, Zoom. On Zoom. So they're right there. Which I think is really funny. And these guests are heavy hitters. So because these people between the three of them are very famous friends. So it's it's Robert Downey and it's Will Ferrell. And it's so they do a small introduction and then the person pops up. And then really, it's just your basic four people goofing around on a podcast kind of show. It doesn't have a. I mean, they try to do an interview and they try to get it back on the rails. The thing that I appreciate about it is that it is just exceptionally Mm. funny. Mm. These are some rare minds in there. So Maya Rudolph is in the pantheon. She's top. She's in the list of all-time great SNL top five by far sure she's so funny so you know you just that's on display so that's what that show is oh man I love smartless oh good I'm glad I I the one I listened to I liked that Dak Shepard while I don't agree with uh, everything he does or says I don't agree with anything everything anybody does or says Mm -hmm. um but 
but I find him to be a very good interviewer because he's very honest. Yes. And also he and I make some of the same mistakes interviewing. And I, when I hear him do it, I go, Oh, I do that too. I do that too. And how do I, and now I'm hearing how that sounds. And, and he always calls it, but I like, you know, when he gets too excited about a guest or he's trying to impress a guest more than, more oh. than talk to a guest. And it's things that I feel in myself too, sometimes during mm. podcasts. And so I, I like that as a podcaster. I like hearing someone who I feel like I, we make similar mistakes. That's very interesting. Do you, well, I don't want to get into all that, but that's very interesting that you see yourself in him in, in that regard. But he, yeah. like you, very transparent about it. That's right. Yeah. That's, like, and yeah, I, 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 I think he's very transparent. I could not be as transparent as he is. Mm. Or whereas you are even, I find myself like I really hit a wall with that, but yeah. I, 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 I cannot do it. We don't have time for this because your manager has a heart out. But I think that's a good conversation for us to have Friday is why do we feel less able to be honest right now on the Internet? I mean, everybody knows the answer, but it certainly yeah. feels like right now is Ooh. is a very challenging time to be to be a person who makes mistakes, which is all of us. Yikes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me. I'm, I'll put it on the list, too. Okay. I'm in the middle of a hard well, I'm in the middle of a pl hard political conversation with a very dear friend, and we're in the middle of it right now and traversing it well, but we are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yep. And this is like the first time where I was like, this may actually, the friendship may suffer, but we're holding on today. Yeah. <laughs> like we're yeah. doing it today yeah. and we're doing the thing. And I really, uh, yeah, I would love to talk about okay, that. put it on your list so for Tuesday. Den denim jackets. We got that covered. Cross yeah, that off the cross list. Cross that off. Don't, can't buy a leather jacket. Nope, cool. cannot. Annie had a nice weekend, but mostly I just made it about me. <laughs> and Doris Garn's good one. Good. Yeah, and we did And then it. some podcast recommendations. So I okay. think we're I think we're good. I think we did it. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well, sh my manager's tapping on the window. Oh, I gotta, sure, sure. I got to sure. get out of the studio. Sure, sure, sure. All right, friends. <laughs> Have a great week. We'll see you back here on Friday. Go wash your hands. Bye, buddies. <laughs>